Hey, CBC. My name is Mike Patella, and this is our Meet the Member podcast. Uh, today, I have Amy Van Gore. Did I say that right? Yep. I, I am on it with names lately. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here, Annie, once You're again. Uh, I guess tell the world who you are and what you do. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I'm Annie, and I run Annie Fit Personal Training. I do personal and um, small group training, some partner training, and some online training as well for people who want to work out at home. I have two kids, a seventh grade boy and a fourth grade girl, and I'm married for about uh, 16 years. Nice. Congrats. Thanks. So, um, yeah, I love working out and I love to help people feel good about themselves through physical activity. Awesome. Can't beat that, right? Yeah. It, uh, it goes a long way. It sure does. Um, so, yeah, obviously, and it sounds like you've created a lot of different opportunities for people to utilize your services, you know, through the online platform, for the group platform, um, and then obviously the one-on-one platform. Um, for those that work out with you one-on-one, uh, is there a particular gym that you like to use, or do you go to their gym, or I guess I've, I've never really thought about that too much. Yeah, well, I do CrossFit for myself, nice. for my personal workouts, and so I was um, given the opportunity to train out of our CrossFit gym, so I train out of Clarkston CrossFit for the most part. Nice. Um, this summer, we did some group sessions at Parks nearby so we could be outside and enjoying the weather and that was a lot of fun people enjoyed that to try to change it up and not feel like you're inside yeah because i feel like that might be one of the challenges with exercising is that i know for me at least it becomes a little monotonous Mm -hmm. so having that change of scenery and uh i guess uh yeah just the whole new view probably makes it a little bit more engaging yeah yeah so um Gives me a challenge of coming up with workouts with no equipment or limited equipment. So, um, yeah, it's fun for everybody. And in the CrossFit gym, if you've never been in one, it's pretty much a warehouse, lots of open space, no machines. So we're doing free weights and kettlebells, dumbbells, body weight movements, and then there's like rowing machines and a couple bikes. But I'm not just sending you one machine to the next or sit on the treadmill for half hour. It's always different, always a little variety of workout. And and I'm trusting that probably ends up being a little bit of a better workout by the end of it too. Uh, The CrossFit versus the, uh, I'm very basic. I use free weights and I run on a treadmill and that's that's about it, but that's good. Better than nothing. I know. I, I think that whatever someone wants to do, whatever they're, you know, motivated or happy doing and getting the results they want, you know, that's what you should do. If it's working out with me, great. If it's going to a spin class, great. As long as, you know, you're really enjoying it. Exercise doesn't have to be punishment, shouldn't be punishment, but more of a celebration of what our bodies can do. I feel like that kind of... That's a good way to put it. I haven't heard it that way before. Yeah. I've seen that floating around, I don't know, Facebook and Mm -hmm. Instagram, like, Celebration is, or uh, exercise is a celebration of what our bodies can do, not a punishment for what we ate. (laughs) I like it. I like it a lot. So uh, what got you into this? I graduated college with a degree to teach elementary PE. Okay. And I did that for five years. 
And then my husband and I moved across the state over to the east side here. And I was kind of not doing too much. I wasn't teaching. I wasn't doing consistent exercise myself for probably five years. And then I started working out. And just given my history with teaching and being a college and high school athlete, um, I knew that I was always drawn to physical activity and the way it made me feel and the results that I got. So just in conversations with people who knew that about me and then the workouts I was doing kind of got me thinking a little bit more and talking about how I could help people in their lifestyle, have a more healthy, fit lifestyle outside the school classroom. No, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it, and it's important too, because, and it's good to have like uh, someone there that has your back with it. That kind of keeps you accountable because, you know, like I, I know what I need to do to be healthy, but I, I, I follow through with it when I feel like it because no one's making me better right. deal or coaching me on it or right. uh, just, you know, showing me how to be better with it. Um, or at least not any experts. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I was. I was yeah. like, Oh, maybe I'll do a video. Maybe I'll take a run like yeah. a couple times a week. Maybe. And then my husband would notice I was in a bit of a grumpy mood or <laughs> a little irritable and suggest, why don't you go for a run? Why don't you take a bike ride? Nice. And then when, you know, I was exercising, working out regularly, I just felt so empowered and accomplished in that area that kind of, gave me confidence in all areas of my life. Too. Yeah. It, I mean, it's definitely a nice little high. Like I, uh, I, I, I try to exercise at night. That tends to be the mm. only time I can do it. But afterwards I, I am way more productive than I am, <laughs> especially first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I have a group on Saturdays at eight o'clock. Yeah. And some people complain that it's still too early for the weekend. <laughs> Don't make me get out of bed. It ends up that bad. But the people who come, they're they're always encouraging other people. It's not that early. You're still sleeping in. It's yeah, not right? as early as a normal work day. But then you're just energized for your day. Mm-hmm. You're you're feeling good. You've done your workout and whether it's chores around the house or fun get-togethers or outings, you're up and moving and just ready for it. I've, uh, I I tried to do the 5.30 a.m. workouts for a while, and when I got into a routine with it, you know, I did great, but it's, I, I, I've been trying to force myself to be a morning person, and I'm not, <laughs> but it's, I did notice a more productive day any, anytime I exercise, so it's, yeah. Good. It's good that you're helping people accomplish that and, uh, and like I said, kind of holding them accountable. So what's, uh, what's your favorite thing about fitness training and mm. your company and self-employment and all that fun stuff? Oh, there's really a lot I like about it, but most top of the list is probably the relationships that I have with my clients. Um, We have great conversations about all sorts of things while we're together, and it's just nice to connect with them through fitness, but then be able to check in with them during the week and ask how something's going in addition to their fitness to know, let them know that I care about them more than 
just how much weight they're lifting, how much weight they're losing, um, nice. that I value them as a person and goes beyond business. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think that's the best way to do business is to have that personal connection relationship. So that's, yeah, I guess you do spend a lot of time with them at the end of the day. Yeah. So might <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> Sometimes they kind of say, oh, it's more like a counseling session <laughs> in addition to a workout. And, you know, I, I have my faith background to mm-hmm. be able to give lots of encouragement. And I'm not necessarily pushing go to church or read the Bible, but I'm, I'm open with that I do go to church and that um, I'll pray for them or think uh, of And that's them. awesome because it's, you know, just that alone. I mean, it's a, it's a seed planted to help bring people to Christ if they're, they don't already have that relationship or right. at least know this person that I'm relying on or you know, that I trust also, or in general has that belief system, you know, kind of going to the bandwagon approach. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of eases them in. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. I feel like by letting them know, but not being pushy, it just leaves the door open for conversation and exactly. Yeah. Hopefully growth in that area of their life as well as well. They, they help me too. You know, um, I was able to just send a message after a session to one of my gals who had talked about a time in her life and she was really praying about a certain situation and really felt God's presence. And it just, you know, those are little reminders to me, like, oh, I should be praying more about this, or I should be more aware of where God's leading me in different areas. So. Yeah, it's it's typically easier said than done, but it's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's good to have those different relationships that kind of, you know, feed you as well, rather than you necessarily feed them. And that's, yeah. it's tremendous. It's really awesome. Um, how do you believe God has influenced your path from, I guess, where you were to where you are now with your business? Mm-hmm. and All that good stuff. I think he's pretty amazing in the people that he's put in my path and the timing of that. Um, (laughs) I've been a certified trainer for four years and probably the first year and a half, I was kind of embarrassed to even say, I'm a personal trainer. I can help you feel better, look better. Um, And so I, I would be very hesitant to share that about myself. Um, But then um, an acquaintance who's become a friend, Steve Doyle, who's a business coach, approached me about working together. And we started working together. And he really helped me transition from, oh, I'm a personal trainer to, I'm a personal trainer. So if you need help with your fitness, you know where to find me. And we can talk about that. Um, He helped me to define what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and who I want to help so that I could be confident and um, know what I have to offer. So I really am thankful to God for the opportunity to work with him. And what else? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> What's the question? How do you believe guys influenced your path? But okay. I mean, that, that's a that's pretty good uh, identification right there is just the people. Because I'm, I know with me, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without you know, the CBC members and uh, the other, you know, the mentors I've had. Mm-hmm. And I, I know Steve Doyle as well. And he, I mean, he's a great guy. He really knows his stuff. Yeah, he so. does. 
and yeah, then the opportunity to train out of the CrossFit gym. Yep. Um, the owner's been really helpful and supportive, and I can ask him questions about training. And um, nice. He he'll keep an eye on my clients when we're in there together too, and make sure that they're doing things well. He's got a lot more experience than me, so I. I don't mind that extra set of eyes. Oh, definitely not. It's good to have uh, resources on both sides of your your company there because right. it's, you know, I've seen a lot of um, uh, businesses struggle because, you know, they're very good at what it is they do, you know, like the, the physical training or lawn care or plumbing or whatever it is that might be, but they struggle on the business side, which is a very different dynamic than that the client facing aspect. So, but we can all always learn more on the client facing side. So the fact that you have those resources on both sides of your business, I I'm guessing has gone a long way with uh, growing it and, you know, making it a, a, a viable project for you. It has. So. Yeah. I feel supported by my family and those mm-hmm. guys in particular. One other thing I want to add is growing up, I was, in track and basketball um, in high school and then just track in college. And I always felt like I was the most alive when I was at practice with those teammates or, you know, in competition. And I kind of felt like I was missing that ever since college ended and the the team sports ended, I felt like I was missing kind of like, what am I passionate about? What do I really want to do? Like, what does God have for me to do that will help people? Teaching was good. I didn't love it. The kids, you know, sometimes they don't want to be there. And that's frustrating. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. <laughs> so I, was, I wasn't I was really sad to stop teaching. That's fair. I wasn't upset about the job that I had, but it was mm. just a good time to transition away from it. And then once I started working out and once I started really – I guess, blossoming in my business, I do feel like I've come alive, like God's brought me back to life or to a little bit of a new energy for what he has for me to do right now. And and that's awesome. That goes a long way when there's a sense of purpose in what you're doing and uh, uh, passion. I mean, that's that's half of it right there, especially with as challenging as self-employment can be sometimes. Um, Yeah, no, that's I, I believe passion alone or God alone, essentially, mm-hmm. has kind of got me through, you know, the, you know, the low times of self-employment back up to the highs. And yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so w- what would you consider the most challenging aspect of what it is you do? Oh, I think balancing all the duties. Yeah. Um, trying to get some sort of a consistent schedule where I'm, looking ahead and managing the day to day and then balancing the satisfaction of work with my family and the satisfaction of I find in our time together and the responsibilities that come with the other people. It ends up being a lot of uh, uh, plates or whatever uh, ends up getting twirled or (laughs) a lot of different hats they end up having to wear and no, that's, yeah, balance is kind of the hardest part because, you know, you, you probably don't work conventional hours. Right. Because um, I'm sure you're adjusting to a lot of people's work days and their schedules. And you even referenced 
uh, the group class that you have on the weekend. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, I'm sure that's a struggle that we all kind of share in. Uh, is there anything particular you do to overcome those challenges or trying to find that balance? Mm, well, I make lists. Okay. <laughs> that helps me to see what I need to do and then try to prioritize them. And one thing that Steve has taught me is the things that I want to do are usually the easiest things, yeah. but not necessarily the most effective or like having the most impact. Mm -hmm. So it's important for me and helpful for me to note that and kind of catch myself sometimes and not just do all the easy ones <laughs> and leave all the hard ones for, you know, later in the day or the end of the week, but to, okay, I'll do this tough one that I don't really want to do, whether it's, I don't know, studying to maintain my certification, oh, yeah. some quizzes, <laughs> I'm doing that right now and keep pushing it off. Um, then I'll make, you know, schedule a few Facebook posts to go mm -hmm. up later in the week. So those are the easy ones, you know, sit behind the computer and, or make a phone call or talk to someone new. Nice. i I'd rather not do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I notice myself. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm good at sales, but I, I try to avoid. I, I'd rather just put together a new system or, right, you know, something along those lines. Right, you know, the, the easy stuff. I'll write a workout, but I don't want to talk to someone about coming to do the workout. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Um, so uh, I, I guess with that being said, um, uh, tell us a little bit about the client experience. You know, how, how does that work? You know, how I, I'm someone I need to, I want to get strong or I want to lose weight or whatever mm -hmm. the case is. I find you, I guess, how does that work from there? Okay. Um, well, I'll send new clients um, a Google form to fill out so I can okay. get a little bit of information about their goals and limitations and their past experience with exercise or physical activity so I can start to plan before they even come in for the first time what type of workout's gonna be best for them and meet their needs and then when we come in I like to do some strength because everyone needs to either build or maintain strength it's very Makes important <laughs> especially many of my clients are 30, 40, 50 years old. So okay. um, if we're not working those muscles, then they'll just continue to get weaker and deteriorate as we get older. Uh, so I, I do some strength usually at the beginning of the class or a session after we warm up and then move into kind of, kind of a circuit usually, um, which involves some cardio, but also some strength and core work. Um, I do follow a similar style or method as CrossFit, which I guess is how I got Annie Fit <laughs> Fair <enough. laughs> for my business name. <laughs> I like it. Um, but just fo a focus on strength and then some various movements put together to make a workout that you'll do a number of times through the workout or the circuit or for a certain amount of time, you just keep working and most of my clients would agree that they don't do the same workout twice. I'm guessing that's a good thing. They, they like it. Yeah. They don't get bored. Um, sometimes I do do a repeat, but 
they usually don't remember. That's fair. But I appreciate doing something different and not having it get monotonous when I'm working out. And for the most part, I get great feedback that they like that too. And in the strength portion, we'll track their weight and their reps so that we can see, okay, last week we did 15 pounds and now we're going to take the reps up or now we're going to take the weight up and excellent. They can see how they're getting stronger. How, uh, how frequently do you meet with a client during the week? Um, usually twice. Twice. Okay. Most come twice. A few come to a group three times a week. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then, um, I'm guessing you have a, uh, very wide, um, target market considering you do the online classes too. Is, uh, I guess, how does that dynamic change from like the in-person to the online? Okay. So for my online programs, up until this point, I've just been running a program with a specific start date. So I'll invite people to sign up and join the program and then it starts on a certain day. Gotcha. And then they'll get an email each day with some encouragement and the workout. I like that. So I'll I'll do a video that I'll include with the workout so they can see how to do each of the movements. Okay. And then they can watch that if they need to. Some of them already know what to do. And then the workout's written right there. And I always encourage the people who are participating in the online programs to communicate with me. Let me know if you need a modification. Send me a video of yourself doing the workout so I can see if you're doing it wrong, if you're not sure. Um, That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It gives them it gives them the freedom to get their exercise in where and when they want to. And at their level, some people feel a little embarrassed or uncomfortable working out in front of other people. That's fair. So they can just stay right at home for the most part and do their exercise, but they still have me as a resource to check their movements and just to get encouragement. Do those uh, require, you know, uh, them purchasing weights or like, equipment of their own or anything like that? Um, some programs are just all body weight. Okay. And right now I'm running a program for arms, back, and core. And you do need some dumbbells for that. Gotcha. So really dumbbells, I know some people are just starting off, they'll use like the soup cans <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> for just a little extra weight. Um, I, I remember when I was, you just brought on a flashback for me. When I was uh, a kid and I wanted to start exercising, I I think I used the globe. Like, <laughs> I, it's I, heavier than you. Yeah, exactly. Adds to your body weight. Yeah, so like I, I don't know what my logic was, but it, yeah. It, huh. Anyway, that's that's what I use. That's that's how I started. Was there you go. Globe. Okay. See, <laughs> you can use anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. Jugs of milk. Those are five gallons. So makes sense. If it works for the movements, it's not too awkward. That would work. But yeah, really, the only thing I've asked people to have available are some dumbbells and nice. people either have those or they go grab a, a pair that will be a good weight for them. Easy enough. So uh, let's say someone wants to at least have a conversation with you, see if it's a fit, anything like that, or definitely wants to sign up for one of your classes. Uh, what's the best way to get in contact with you or the best way to do that? Um, email is easy. Okay. I'm on Facebook as well. So I'm, We'll always see if there's a message dropped through Facebook. 
call me, text me. Easy enough. <laughs> I think with our phones in our hands or in our pockets almost 24 hours a day, any yeah. of those methods will send an alert. So. Yeah, that's uh, it's definitely been come easier and easier to get a hold of people. Yeah. So I'll uh, and I'll throw your information. I'll link to all of your stuff on the podcast here, so that'll get transferred to all the places that this is on. <laughs> Great. Um, any like uh, news, notes, tips, stories, anything like that you'd like to share uh, before we head out or stop um, talking about the business side? I I would like to share about one client who's been with me for a few years who. Definitely. I'm just really proud of. Um, she started off coming in with a friend, and then she was coming in by herself. And now she comes to groups three times a week. And she also likes to do my online programs. I feel like she's like my number one fan, always liking my <laughs> Facebook posts nice. and commenting. So. It's good to have cheerleaders. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but last year, I ran a program from Thanksgiving through the New Year called Hold It for the Holidays. Okay which provided some workouts, nutrition tips, um, just encouragement for people to either hold and maintain their weight or even lose weight. Right. So which is not easy to do during the holidays. Right? You've got all sorts of parties and snacks and extra things it's going on. It's the M&Ms on. that get me. Mm. It's, everyone has a bowl of M&Ms during the yes. holidays, the running green ones. And yes. Anyway. You can't <laughs> walk by without grabbing. No, you can't. It's, it's impossible. I know. So this particular program had, um, it was $50 to join it. And then there was a prize, a uh, cash prize, as well as some training as part of the prize. So she was actually able to lose weight over the holidays. I wow. think she may have lost eight pounds over that crazy food heavy time. Yeah, normally you're lucky not to gain eight pounds. Isn't that, that true? Yeah. I know. So that was just... Well, made me feel pretty good well, that yeah. I could help her and then just really proud of her for putting into practice some of the suggestions and showing that willpower and determination to stay on track with her goals through a time when it could be easy to be like, oh, it's the holidays. <laughs> I, I should have this or I'll just worry about it after January 1. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's that's really, really awesome. I'm uh well, it sounds like you're doing great things. It sounds like you're passionate about what you're doing, and uh, you, you turn it more than just a, a transaction. It seems more than you know, it looks like you're building relationships with it, keeping Christ first, and that's that's. I, I think uh, you're going to have more and more success with what you're doing. So, good job. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks for being here. We definitely appreciate your time. So yeah, great to be here and to talk with you. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, everyone else, appreciate you listening and have a great week as we all work together to be more through Christ. God bless.